Hey everyone, this is Hazardous Opinions, and I have Andy with me, my co-host here, and this is his pick for a film, and it is Children of Men, that was in 2007, and a very interesting sci-fi film, and we're really excited to get into it. Yeah, yeah, right at the beginning of 2007. Uh, this one's released in January, so it's a, a fitting pick. And it's uh, cold and depressing, so perfect for the North Dakota winter season. <laughs> yep, yeah, North Dakota. Um, you can count on it to be cold and depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for sure, so I'm totally with you, man. <laughs> yeah, so this one was uh, directed by Alfonso Cuaron. Uh, probably butchered that a little bit. We did stuff, you know, like like Gravity, a couple other good films. Uh, and yeah, it stars Julianne Moore, briefly, <laughs> Clive Owen, uh, Chiwetel Ujifor, and Michael Caine uh, in a role I would not normally expect him in. <laughs> not at all. I <laughs> Once I saw him pop up, I'm like, oh, he, he's this character? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah. This one's not currently streaming anywhere, but you can rent or buy it, unfortunately. Uh, but it's a good movie worth your time for a quick Redbox rental or something if you can find it. Uh, and yeah, for those of you who haven't seen this movie in a while, uh, it takes place in 2027, which scarily is coming up very quickly. Yes. Uh, only three years away. And yeah, no one's been able to conceive a child in this dystopian universe in over 18 years. So Theo, our main character, played by Clive Owen, agrees to help Julian, played by Julianne Moore, I like when they do that with characters, to transport a pregnant uh, woman who, they don't know how she got pregnant, but they're going to take her to a sanctuary so they can have the child and uh, study it a bit to try and save the human race. Uh, What do you give this movie? Oh, let's see. So I I would probably give this a seven, um, just simply based on the fact that I I was connected and drawn to most of it, and I was like in it like quite a bit of good like action thrills throughout. Uh, at some points I it kind of lost me a little bit where it was like. A little slower or maybe some of the characters I couldn't really connect to mm-hmm. uh, but honestly just such an interesting premise to it and like I, I give it a lot of points on that aspect um, and honestly like I was very surprised with like I I knew quite a bit of the actors and actresses that were in here, but the main, <laughs> the main actor, Clive Owen, I have not seen him in anything else. Yeah. So it was kind of just a newcomer for me and I had to get comfortable with him, you know, which was a weird one. Cause I'm like, I know this name very well. And then I looked through his stuff. I'm like, wait, I haven't seen him before. I- exactly. Right. Yeah. Like you've heard of the name, but have you seen what he's in, you know? Yeah. 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 But, um, that's kind of my overall rating and explanation. What about you? 
Yeah, just double check. This is the first movie of Cinnamon, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, this one didn't really surprise me. It was highly rated, and uh, I knew the premise, of course, going into it, and there was a few things in it that I really liked more than I thought I would. Um, Also some slow parts, like you said, and some characters that don't develop as much as you hope. Um, But I really enjoyed my time with this. I uh, probably give it an 8.4. I I was pretty sucked in. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty high rating. Yesterday don't matter if it's gone While the sun is bright Or in the darkest night No one knows She comes and goes Goodbye I don't shy away from heavy movies like this so i did appreciate the emotion and gravity of it honestly and just the the wholeness of it just yeah it seemed it seems like a very huge concept like that kind of puts a jagged edge in kind of our everyday life like (laughs) producing offspring you know yeah like um it's just it's unfathomable unfathomable Ugh, kind of tripping over my words here um yeah it's yeah. one of those concepts that you don't even consider you're like oh yeah moon crashing into the earth cool yeah that's unfortunate if that happened right like, we can't produce kids anymore huh it, yeah so we're well, still alive but we're like just being punished with this unfortunate case yeah like what's the aftermath of that yeah you know like what happens what do we do um they do some expositional news reporting of like oh the uk is kind of like the last bastion of civilized humanity or somewhat civilized um yes just the rest of the world has just fallen into chaos and yeah uh huge talks on like immigration and stuff like this mm-hmm. that in the movie as well. And the movie sucked me right in, at least at the beginning with little uh, baby Diego dying. And it was yes. one of those like newscast things that you're like, Oh my God. Like I like thought about this concept a lot before I watched the movie, but I didn't even mm-hmm. consider like there's a youngest person in this world. Right. Right. Like, and it's, you, like, yeah. it's kind of like a celebrity. You know, like I can't imagine how uh, how he was hailed at, at. You know, like I I feel like he was a celebrity for people. It's, yeah, I, I can't imagine that kind of lifestyle because it's kind of a mix of like, oh my god, you're the youngest person. That's really cool, but also you're a constant stark reminder of what we can no longer do. Yeah, what happened? What the reality is of this world now? And it, it's kind of, it's really tragic that it was something as simple as a scuffle that he got killed in. Yep. Yep. You know, and then, and then they just went right on and they're like, the new youngest person is this girl who's like a month older than him. Yeah. Yeah. It's just nuts. What, 
what is left and <laughs> like you you never think about that that there's like an end point to the youngest there's always babies being produced in yeah. our world nowadays where it's like that's it that thing isn't obtainable it, there's one youngest person it's weird <laughs> yeah like you maybe you will be the youngest for like a millisecond if that because i mean exactly well, just just in the last hundred years we went up a couple billion people right yeah and it's interesting how uh the uk is like one of the only countries left that is civilized <laughs> like it, it's kind of it's kind of funny if you think about it you know I wonder if that's if there's a reason for that is um, I don't know if children men's based off a book. I didn't look that far into it. If there's a reason they chose the UK or maybe it's just like, oh, we want Clive Owen and Julianne Moore and they're British, right? So is Julianne Moore British? She not. Oh, no, she's American. OK, I, I thought so because I've never seen her in a british role you know but uh, the rest of them are british aren't they um michael yes. kane is yes for sure and chitwell okafor is that how you say it? okafor i i think so i i could be wrong i could be wrong but that's how i've heard other people say it i believe yeah, yeah. i think i've heard him in other roles where he is british so yeah yeah i i think i think so uh and obviously like Char charlie hunnam yep um and yeah, what the hell? Uh, Charlie Hunnam? <laughs> Charlie Hunnam, <laughs> he, he, he really surprised me in this movie. Like the dreads and stuff, you know? Like it, it's just crazy to me. I just never pictured him like that. And that, that part where he's running, is it Charlie Hunnam or is it Forrest Gump? You know? Charlie Hunnam. Oh, yeah. Yep, I know what you mean. Oh, the yeah. guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. When he's okay, running yeah, after the vehicle. In this. Uh, dude, when, yeah, when he's running after the vehicle, is it like, you know, run, Forrest, run? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. He, he just, he surprised me. Usually he's that uh, kind of just uh, handsome, dashing dude, yeah. I feel. Yeah. I mean, I know he's a little rough and ragged in Sons of Anarchy, but yeah, just very different here. <laughs> yeah, I liked uh, for seeing Owen for the first time. I thought he was pretty good. I liked him. Uh, I did too. He gave me big uh, Joel from Last of Us vibes, I think because of the concept. Yes. Uh, like trying to discreetly carry a girl to a sanctuary um, who's a miracle type of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I thought he did really good and they built up really well with like Michael Caine, his previous um, like I was kind of a rebellious person and now I'm just like trying to live my life, what's left of it. And yeah, um, Julianne Moore leaves this movie way too early. She does. And I think that is the shocking gripping thing and that yeah. is one of the parts i was talking about where it like really grabbed me i didn't expect it at all because she is she's a pretty big name and i figured her character would go places in this movie but wow yeah just taken off the board like real quick yeah and she's a huge name and i was like 
okay, there's no way they're killing off Julianne Moore in this movie, right? Right, and right. So it really does get you into the movie, into like a shit. I don't know who they're gonna kill next. Then no, it, it gives uh, it gives stakes, which I really love in films, like uh, when somebody that you're not expecting to die dies. That yeah. it it's big gravity, you know, and like kind of anything is up for grabs now think the uh the girl is the only one to not die right i think everyone else gets fucking killed in this um the, the girl that's pregnant yeah 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 pretty much huh because clive dies uh clive owen dies at the end uh michael kane you know gets shot and then spoilers uh, andy jesus <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're spoiler, yeah, we're getting this spoiler territory. We're okay. And then uh, Chiatel gets blown the fuck up with the tanks, which is Dude, awesome. They don't yeah. really like, show his death, but it's no. heavily implied. Yes, yeah. Yeah, pretty much everybody that's a main figure in this movie is, yeah, like taken off the board too. It's, it's kind of nuts how, you know... It, everything it took to get her to where they needed to get her you know it, it's very tragic yeah um that so that scene where we lose julian moore as well or julian <laughs> see i like that when they just like name their characters after the actor like it's so simple it's nice. i know i know i'm trying to think of another example i think there was like a really previous one um God. Okay. No, I can't. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> keep, keep going. Yeah. Um. That that whole car scene is so intense. Uh, it when is. you're like, okay, there's some people following them. Yeah. And then, uh, it starts getting into the shooting, and you're like, okay, cool, intense action. And she gets right. shot, and you're like, what the fuck? I know. And you're yeah. like, okay, he's gonna save her, and something's gonna happen, right? And nope, she's like, oh, she's fucking gone, and he fucking uh doors the. The biker dude <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah loved all that yeah when the bullets like fly through the windshield i i was like oh no they're they're directly where she is there's no yeah. way you know it no nah. i i was ex- like after right as soon as that happened i was thinking okay maybe she's just injured very badly and that they're going to have to carry on with her being injured throughout this journey. Yep. And then, yeah, she's just gone. Yeah, and uh, IMDb tricked me too because they usually order their actors by uh, importance in the movie and stuff. Sure. She's, she's right up with Clive Owen. Of and course. She's gone in the first like half hour of this movie. Yeah, freaking IMDb. Just yeah. trying to make a fool of us, right? But you can't always trust it because then they also hide... The girl, I think her name was Key. Yes, uh, Key. Like yep. way down in the credits. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Um, Can't I, also in the in the beginning of the movie, I really wasn't expecting the lightheartedness and the little comedy mixed in. Yeah. Already, like, because going into it, I knew and I have heard that it is a heavy, big movie, and just. You know, kind of 
yeah, like I said, the the lightness of it, I just wasn't expecting the, especially with um, Clive Owen talking to Michael Caine and their little back and forth. <laughs> okay. Michael Caine. I never knew I needed Michael Caine as a stoner until now. I did not either. Are you kidding me? He's a stoner. Like usually he's <laughs> this proper British man, but he's just a free flying hippie in this. Yeah. It's it insane. Same as stuff like Alfred. Like you want him in those type of roles. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like from Tenet. Yeah, this is, it was great to see him in a different role. Yes. Yeah. It was really nice. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Clive Owen's character is named Theo. Is yep. it right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I was just making sure. Uh, yeah. I I went with Clive Owen because I knew <laughs> for yeah. sure. But yeah, just just their back and forth and their friendship was just very nice to see right away. Um, and dude, I was not expecting Clive Owen and Julianne Moore to be exes at all. I was like, what? You know, like yeah. it made to- it made a lot more sense once it was revealed to me. You know, and I like the they don't touch on as kid too much. I think it's only a brief mention uh, their previous kid that they had, but it sounded like they had it in the midst of the flu and stuff. So they were one of the people who had a miscarriage when the flu was wiping out all the fertility. And so he has this extra deep connection to making sure that uh, Key gets to the sanctuary safely. Right. Yeah. It sets up a uh, really good motivation. Right. Yeah. And another Joel connection, like Last of Us, even though this is way before, is Joel was a previous uh, freedom fighter rebel in Last of Us. Right. Yeah. yeah definitely. And uh, Clive Owen talks about it a bit here. Theo. He's like, yeah, I stopped following you guys when you started just killing innocent people. Right. I like like all that. It's like good. Like it wasn't just a, oh, I didn't like my ex and she was one of the leaders, so I left. Yes. Yep. Definitely. It made made sense. And it gave you the backstory without being super uh, preachy and a lot of, you know, um, explanation an exposition. So yeah. that, that was nice to kind of just get filled in as we go. I thought all the exposition in this movie was pretty realistic and nice. It was. Um, yep. It like was given news... to you very naturally and kind of in spoonfuls. Yep. Like the baby Diego news story and stuff didn't feel like it was one of those news exposition uh, crutches. It felt like a very real event that would happen in this world exactly yeah definitely and it's very sickening how every refugee coming into england for safety is like treated almost like you know like jews in the holocaust it it's yeah terrible i couldn't i couldn't believe it i was like wow you know i was kind of wondering like would would this happen if all these events happened in our real life you know it's hard to even say the amount of events that would come to lead to that like it's insane to even think about like think that the uk would be one of the last countries left on earth that's not 
fall into shambles. Right. Um, I suppose eventually like all your leaders just die and there's no one to replace them because everyone's aging out and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting to see them treated so badly and like they'd be a workforce like anyone else. So I didn't fully understand that. Like, yeah. Everyone's equally infertile and now useless in this world, really. So you'd think you'd want to take like anyone in you can to like fix things. But exactly. It shows you how low the world is sank. You're causing more damage like to the population. And yeah, it it doesn't really make sense at all. Um and uh, oh also when Theo was kidnapped right away by you know by Julianne Moore's soldiers like Shitwell Okafor. <laughs> yeah. I was very confused. And I was like, what is going on? Like, what's the importance of this man? Right? Yeah. And like all of that to find out it's his ex-wife like grabbing him. <laughs> Basically, I'm like, ah, oh, man. I like that she like helps him calm down right away. She's like, calm down. You're, you're not in danger. It's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah. It's just, it's just this face. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the... I think this, this is right before the kidnapping, the uh, the store bombing um, of that like cafe or whatever it was. That scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that scene. I like. I don't know. I think that like there was just no tenseness or like build up to it. Right, and it just happens, and then I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, just boom. <laughs> and then while like the. Um, the ringing is still going on in the background and stuff. Then you get that nice little title card, just children of men. It goes away. <laughs> like just a great opening to the movie, that whole new segment to the bombing and everything. Yep. Just diving right into it. And you're like, what is going on with this world? Um, so you're more curious about the world and how it works and the intricacies of it. Yeah. I, I agree very good opening and um go, going back to charlie hunnam too i just saw in my notes here like <laughs> yeah. i i literally wrote down what in the actual fuck is that charlie hunnam or did a more handsome man replace him years ago what's up with the dreads <laughs> yeah oh uh, i was just yeah just wowed by it i'm like oh. i've seen him in so many things where he just he looks like himself he looks so normal and <laughs> yeah just very weird i'm like god he's he's an aggressive fucker too i'm, I'm gonna hate him <laughs> yeah. yeah he's on the wrong side lo and behold you do you do hate him <laughs> yep god, i like man. uh the uh you, you you mentioned it the like the humor in this movie yeah it's very like subtle I was trying to think of like good examples and then that just popped in my head when they're taking him sure. back to his place after the kidnapping and the, is it Charlie Hunnam? I think in there with him uh, in the, the back of the car and stuff and they're returning him back to where they kidnapped him. And yes. He's yeah. Like, Damn, your breath stinks. <laughs> and he's like, no, it doesn't. He's like, yeah, 
does yeah it, it was charlie, charlie Hunnam. yeah right <laughs> he, he was so aggressive about it it's like dude don't be so defensive maybe your breath does stink okay <laughs> like if you didn't brush your teeth that's on you yeah yeah and um michael kane's whole pull my finger bit throughout the movie oh my god oh are, are we gonna really uh should we hold on for yeah. that scene or no Oh, you want to save it? Yeah, let's save it. Let's kind of go through it like a little more, you know, until we get around there, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, uh, did you recognize Danny uh, Houston or Huston, however you pronounce it? Um, the actor, uh, can't remember his name, the rich guy that... Uh, oh, the cousin that theo visits yep and has that kid that's doing the uh computer stuff with his fingers you know yeah uh i didn't recognize either of them though where are they from oh okay so uh, i love i'm gonna say houston danny houston love that man uh and i can't tell why he's not on the main stage more but you've seen 30 days of night right you say it was the, the dad not the kid right the dad okay yep uh i have i really love that one okay he's the main vampire i can see it as soon as i pull up his page <laughs> yes and <laughs> dude, face. he is charming as hell and he was amazing as the axe murderer of uh, new orleans in uh american horror story coven that season Did, have you seen that season oh i haven't seen american horror story ah damn it okay God, if for some reason, I had a feeling that you like have seen American Horror Story. I've seen maybe the hotel season, but it was a really long time ago. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I, I've seen him here and there, and I just love him whenever he's on. And somehow in this movie, he looks way younger, even when he like looks a little older in The Aviator that came out three years before this. <laughs> he he was um. He was somebody advising Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, uh, Jack Fry. Jack Fry. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember him. He, Yeah, he was given like financial advice to uh, Leo's character, Howard Hughes, and yeah. everything. And I was so glad that he was a player in that movie. I'm like, thank you. You know, he, he just needs to be in more shit. But yeah, I was really excited once I saw him in this movie. And I don't think he's British. I don't uh, believe he is. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I expected him to keep coming back later. I thought he'd be another like saving grace at some point or something like that. And yeah, he was just in that scene, huh? Just that one scene. Yeah, uh, he's Italian. He's Italian. Yeah. I wonder how he actually speaks, though. You know. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that whole scene too. It threw me off a little. I was like. I, Feel like there's more point to this whole scene but i didn't i don't know he just went there for the favor and there's no problems and then he, he left well, yeah <laughs> maybe yeah, it's just it, a build-up of like oh maybe his cousin's gonna screw him and uh, right or something i was uh i was also wondering during that scene like why was there a rod in the leg of that statue of david you know that metal rod that he had in his place i don't remember that Oh shoot! Okay, I I think it was 
because it was smashed up before they could retrieve it from where the actual statue of David is. Oh, because yeah. he he was talking about like recovering. Oh, the, you know, yeah. he was like, "Why do you have all this art? It doesn't mean anything anymore." Right, right, and you know because those other countries were you know destroyed and stuff, it kind of makes sense that you're kind of like. Uh, <laughs> take taking the stuff before the fire burns it all you know yeah like like in a building like all these belongings and stuff and he just took the statue of david and i was (laughs) just right away before he started going on about that i was like why why is there a metal rod in the leg of it though (laughs) yeah like not like rebar right no i don't think so It it just looked like a regular like silver metal rod (laughs) <laughs> that's funny yeah probably someone shot it in there with an explosion or i don't know hit it yeah possibly and just to keep it like stable maybe yeah. um yeah, it's and, always the british collecting all the stuff from other cultures and stuff you know yeah yeah what <laughs> the fuck yeah <laughs> damn There's andy a... you're taking shots right now just saying you know world history yeah hey yeah it <laughs> happened we can't deny it uh <laughs> and also too i was thinking this big point like there's always cults or some religious group involved in these stories and like i was three here I was, yeah yeah and i was like wondering why you think that is uh i don't know were they because clive mentions at one point he's like yeah i dated this one girl who's in this one cult and stuff so she wasn't for me and when he's talking to michael Caine. Oh, the, uh, God, what did he, what did he call him? He was like, there was some sort of like, uh, uh like Dang trying it. to pray to their Lord saying like, Rosari. Yes. The, yeah. Like, uh, repenters, repenters. Wasn't it? Yeah. Something, like, something that. like that. Yeah. Um, well also I'm just like wondering why you, why you think these like cults or religious groups are involved in these type of stories all the time you know Uh, like uh like the leftovers if you've ever seen that i think it's just a reflection of who we are i or i mean we're always gonna be clicky and we're gonna group up in our things that make us feel the best and there's people that turn to religion in these dire scenarios and some turn to (laughs) influencing the chaos right yeah so turn to somebody to lead them right yeah yeah and some people just want to belong somewhere and it's like oh if you if our race isn't going to continue after another 60 years like what are we even doing as humanity right and yeah yeah we can probably assume that it also could be that like cults and groups like that will always be around no matter what this what state the world is in just goes along with beliefs and following like, yep. like we kind of talked about there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's always going to be leaders, and if people like a leader enough, they're going to follow them regardless of the message. So Right. Yeah, definitely. It's just interesting to me. I just kind of sense that pattern, <laughs> you know, that these apocalyptic or you know, just – just these kind of world situations there's always those and i the leftovers came to me immediately because there was a cult in there where people didn't talk at all and 
Yeah, I, I kind of forgot their purpose because it, it's been like a year since I watched that series. But yeah, it was just very interesting to me that there's uh, just this cult that's going around, you know, of course, and not with the regular populace, you know. Have you seen the 4400? I think it was on Netflix. Uh, it's quite a few years old now at this point. The 4400? Yeah. I haven't. 2004. It's kind of a similar thing as The Leftovers, where um, over the time of many, many decades, 4,400 people disappeared. And then all of a sudden, one day in the present, they just all appeared back. Oh, wow. They just all start to develop these powers. It's an interesting show that gets canceled too soon. but. So that does sound a lot like the leftovers, like especially with you know the people just disappearing. Yeah, like just gone, gone in a flash. But I haven't seen leftovers; I've just heard of it, so I'll have to check out that one. I think I think you really should. It's a oh, it's a very complex but very well done series, and the performances just carry you through and. You're you're just wondering what's gonna happen the whole time. It really like keeps you going, even though some parts can be slow and such. Like it it just it keeps you going, I would say. And that cult aspect that I was talking about is very interesting. Because yeah. the, the the main character that Justin Thoreau plays, he his wife leaves him and his daughter to go join that cult. So there's already that kind of give and take there, you know, that conflict. Yeah. Already. So you're very interested in that too, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of culty stuff in 4400. I think you'd like it, but if you do ever watch it, just hold out hopes that you're not going to ever get closure. (laughs) Damn it. I hate things like that where I don't (laughs) get closure. Oh, man. So, yeah, if, if anyone does watch that, just... Don't, don't go into it expecting an ending. It, it got cut short. So Wonderful. Yeah, I, I've been through plenty of those. I mean, do you remember uh, Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix? No, but that's on my watch list. Did that God. get cut short? I mean, it got fucking canceled. Oh. Like, yeah, and there were viewers. I don't know what Netflix is doing. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it was so frustrating. I'm like, come on. I was waiting for more of this. <laughs> Thanks, Netflix for just cutting me down yep some shows just die out and then you get i don't know other other terrible shows that just keep going forever somehow yeah they want to collect more viewers by putting out this new stuff and discontinuing the originals Uh, come on yeah Yeah, or you get stuff like the 100 or walking dead that were really good and then it didn't stop it just kept going (laughs) yeah why are those a thing then huh Yeah. yeah exactly damn it i yeah i stopped on the walking dead like season three. Oh yeah you were way back then i way way back i finished it i'm all done with all 11 seasons just because oh, i want shit. closure but andy it's not worth you're it dedicated uh, i stopped at like season like seven so i thought they were going to be done soon <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and then they weren't and then they kept <laughs> releasing them so i'm like fine i'll just finish off the show Okay, but yeah. <laughs> anyways, on um, Children of Men. Yes, sorry for the tangent. <laughs> also, interesting title, 
because it's female infertility, right? Is what they talk about, or do they did they specify? It's it's it women. Everyone. It, I, oh man, that's a good. I think it was women. So I couldn't remember if they specified. They just said people like were having miscarriages, but they didn't say if it was one party or the other, or if it's everyone because it was a flu. If everyone's just infertile, but they could. Or no, they could conceive at one point. They were just dying, and then they couldn't conceive at all. Yeah, yeah. Then there was a point where it ju- there was just nothing. Uh, I want to say it was the women. Okay, but yeah, interesting. Uh, interesting wrong. title name as well, uh, which is also why I was wondering if it if this one came from a book or something. It sounds definitely like a book title. It, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, like it kind of just reminds me of like you know some of those classics like uh lord of the flies and okay like that just confirmed it is uh women that are infertile in this one and it's based off a original novel by jd james or hey pd james andy you were on to something so yeah okay that that makes a lot more sense interesting well i should go read that now because i'm curious like with the naming thing uh, yeah, like why it is because women are infertile, so it's the children of men. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, could but be. Anyways, um, so when we meet Sid, he is one of my favorite characters in this movie. Sid is yes He's the the cop that Michael Caine introduces them to. He at first I'm like, okay, this is just a guy that knows Sid, and he's going to bring them to them. Because he was talking weird. And then at some point in the car, you just realize he talks in third person. And you're like, oh, that's Sid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why does he always just say his Sid will do this? You know, like, what? (laughs) And uh, that's an actor from Westworld. That's where I knew him from first. Yeah. Um, And I I love his accent also. But, like, I, I thought right away, Sid is a super chill dude. Like, my God. Until he wasn't. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Fuck that guy now. So <laughs> Fuck that guy now. So I have in my notes from those scenes, like, <laughs> I have this quote from me. He's like, it's okay, just let me see you. And she's laying on the bed. He's like, Jesus yes. Christ. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I love Sid. This guy's funny as hell. And yeah. then one line later in my notes, I'm like, oh, never mind. Sid's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, of course of course it turns out that way can't can't trust the fucker can't can't trust funny dudes i guess yeah god damn it literally I mean, like two or three scenes later he just snaps and he's like i'm taking a baby he's like yeah. this is gonna be worth money <laughs> it, it was it was real turn uh do you think it was natural for yeah. him to turn like that i think because of the portrayal of possible mental illness there i believed it i'm like this guy maybe wouldn't have had the standard warning signs because he doesn't believe he's Sid? I don't know. Okay. Type of thing? Okay. Sure. Oh. Yeah, I just, I, I kind of believed it with how wacky he was that he would turn on a dime like that. So I'm like, okay, I guess. But it, it, it was a little jarring. It, it was to me. And, like, I understand, like, oh, it, not expected. And that's what kind of gets you, right? But... He just, he seemed so for the cause. And if he was friends with uh, Michael Caine's character, uh, what is his character's name again? Michael Caine, he was just Jasper, I think. 
Jasper, there we go. Okay, now I found it in my notes. Thank you, Andy. Um, yeah, like if he's friends with Jasper and Jasper's well, dealing him weed and stuff. Friends, he's, he's just his pot dealer. <laughs> okay, okay, fair. Um, but like, yeah, him smoking master. weed, you, you'd think he... Yeah. <laughs> You'd think he's much more chill, but he was just, God, what a fucker. Yeah. Well, well Kane's uh, no longer able to deal in weeds, so now he's no longer chill. Though, though they never told him, so. Yeah, I, yeah. That was, that was one thing that a lot of movies feel the need to always tell everyone everything sometimes. Yep. And so they, Clive was just very quiet, and he's like, yeah, yeah, he's good. <laughs> yeah. God, and so sad. Well, we'll get to that part because that is a big part for me and why I loved, yeah. part of why I loved this movie. So we'll skip past that for now then. For yeah. the birthing scene, Yes, <laughs> I'll talk about this one a little bit. So they went <laughs> off about all these things while uh, they were at uh, Julian Moore's compound. Uh, they're like, we need medical professionals, or Theo was saying it at least, Clive Owen. Yeah. And he's like, when you bring it to a real hospital, and then he just delivers the baby on his own. I'm like, dude, we just needed you. That's all we dude, needed. Yeah, you were the one we needed. You're, yeah, you're calling out for people and like what was needed. But yeah, he he just stepped in. And I was gonna say a point too. Like, it didn't take long for Theo to be convinced to the cause and escort a girl he doesn't know. Yeah, as soon as he's seen her in the barn, he's like. Okay, I'm dedicating my life to this. Yeah, and that was kind of a weird scene, wasn't it? With um, with Key being surrounded by cows? sheep or cows, cows. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, not sheep, but yeah, it, it's kind of strange. Trying to do some parallelism, I don't know, because they talked about like, oh, they cut the udders off the cows for some reason. I don't know where that conversation was going with them. Yeah. And then, I don't know, it's supposed to be some sort of reveal there. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't quite I mean, pick up on that, I'll be honest. Maybe I'm not intelligent enough, I don't know. At least, but... Well, I don't know what it really means. That's at least what I was getting from it, because they showed her chest first when yeah. she's naked, before they showed everything else. Right. So it's like, okay, they're comparing her to the cattle that they mutilate. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know where they were going with it. Yeah, just s strange scenery. I don't, like, m that was kind of one of the qualms I had with this film. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't understand it, really. Um, yeah. At why it was revealed that way and why it was shot that way. I don't, I don't know. Um, oh, by the way, have you ever seen a dog race? I know there was a dog race in this film. A dog race? Yeah, yeah. Where like instead of you know instead of horses, oh, like, like greyhounds. Yeah. yeah, greyhound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not in person. I've seen it in media before, though. Okay, I I just thought that was really interesting. I'd like to go to one. <laughs> no, that that was just a random thought I had. Yeah, but... I, I hope they they treat them nice. I hear those races are notoriously brutal. I'm sure in Apocalypse, it's not great. Oh man. Okay, now you just made me feel shitty about it, Andy. But okay, I'm not saying like, oh, I'm sure the professional ones are fine. I've just heard there's a lot of, you know, like cockfighting and stuff like that. Oh man, I can't imagine. 
So <sighs> shit. Yeah. No, but or whatever. I, I would like to see one in person. Should we go? Should we go to one? Yeah, I don't know if we have any derbies anywhere near us. I have to drive all the way down the south, I guess. Yeah, or maybe Minneapolis has, because I know they have uh, Canterbury Lanes with uh, with horses. I've been to that twice now. And horse racing is really cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, also, uh, even, even um, about Julianne Moore and... Theo's child dying, you get like mm-hmm. very little hints that kind of like kept you going about them. Like just, you know, very subtle. Like it wasn't just all laid out there. Like what exactly happened, what their life was like with the child. It was just, it was uh baggage and a bird, like kind of a burden on Theo's soul about his child that passed. Yeah, they just didn't really want to talk about it. No, no. Yeah, and like I, I appreciated that, that it wasn't just all like laid out in one of like their arguments or something like that, because usually that happens in a plot, I feel. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm mad at you because you killed our child on this day because of this reason. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's just all laid out like as so, that uh, bit of exposition. Yeah, yeah, it was believable trauma in this. Like he... I know. Yeah. Makes it seem like it's a hard topic for him. Right. Yeah. And it, it just like you you feel that right away because it isn't talked about, you know? Yeah. I like that. And then I I liked the uh do you do you want to talk about some more of the end? Uh, yes. Well, with uh Key ended up naming the child after his kid. Um oh my she's God. like, well a girl can be a was it Dylan? Something like yes. that. Yes. Yep, well. It was Dylan. Dude, stabbed me right in the heart. That, yeah. was, that was sad. I'm like, wow. Okay. Yeah. And then losing him. Yeah, that was sad, but it wasn't like. I like that they didn't put a huge amount of focus on it. It was just another death in her story to get to, to freedom. And like, it was really sad, but it wasn't the standard way of doing it. I don't know how to put that in words, but I liked it a lot the way they did his death like they I did too he, he kind of just revealed it it wasn't like oh i'm gonna take a long time dying uh it's just like yeah i got shot sorry and then passes on some wisdom before he goes it it was really back and forth for me because like i i was i was wondering if he would make it you yeah. know and that's what i appreciated about that end scene in the boat where like he was shot you couldn't really tell if it was a mortal wound mm-hmm. or not he's just and like then she's like oh i'm bleeding it's like, not not your blood yeah oh my god and i i didn't think it was her right away honestly i immediately my heart dropped i'm like oh no <laughs> yeah it, it's theo like and it's just nice that it wasn't totally presented as he's dying it was just like, oh, like, it, can he make it just a little bit longer, you know, with her? Or, you know, until that, like, boat comes. But, no, it just so sad and, like, kind of a very, like, natural death and end scene where he just kind of, like, yeah, just yeah, kind of slumps. So close like, to freedom. 
God dang, dude, that just ripped my heart out. That that was horrible. Yeah, this this scene get, or this this whole movie gets you in the feels. Like it does. you don't really get attached enough to Julianne Moore, but like it puts you in the like oh shit, this everything is dire. Yeah. Yeah. This this movie's sad. Yes. Uh and speaking of sad, the most sad that I got. Uh, you ready to can, talk about it? <laughs> can we can we talk about Jasper? Can, okay. can we talk about? I'm over him. I'm ready. Get get me through it. Get me through it, Andy. Um, Pull my finger. <laughs> dude, dude, that's what I that's what I loved about it. Like some levity in there, but dude. damn, no, it still leaves me on that. F- like fuck you know basically like uh, you you care about jasper all right watch him die um dude i thought they killed him with the first shot they shot him like three times dude it was he was fucking suffering i didn't they shoot him in the fucking hand where he yeah i think they they blew off his fingers first and they shot him two more times before he like actually died those motherfuckers and um i really thought when when they get to Jasper's house, I thought he was dead already. Yeah. And that got me so bad, you know, <laughs> and I really should have figured that like Theo would take them to him. Like that was their next plan of action. I like should have known that, but I'm like, oh, we're back at Jasper's and I can't see a mean bone in this man's body. And the... Um, also when they were at Jasper's house, the joke about Key being a virgin was actually pretty good. <laughs> Could have fooled me when Key said, oh, I'm a virgin. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it's a miracle birth. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know his name. <laughs> yep, the Virgin Mary. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's also um, something I liked too. There wasn't, yeah. uh, well, like liked and disliked. Maybe it would have taken too much emphasis off Key if there was a father, but it, I also liked that it wasn't you heavily focused on both the parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like the dad was not a big deal. Yeah. It was just yep. like, yeah, he was just some guy, but now she's pregnant. It doesn't really matter how it happened, but it's a miracle. No, well, she's pregnant. No. It, yeah. It just happened. And now she's in the situation she's in. Yep. Uh, and Jasper saying, okay, now getting back to Jasper's death. I just kind of wanted to cover like that little section yes. there. <laughs> But Jasper saying I love you to his wife as basically a last goodbye, then learning that she and the dog are both dead inside the house. Heartbreaking. Fucking shit. I was uh, so pissed. And then I'm like, okay, kind of might see where this is going next. And I didn't want it to happen. I was pushing it off in my head. And to top it all off, like Jasper gets shot. We, we did not as a whole as a whole world we did not deserve that man i i was not really the way he was going about it he's like i'll hold him off type of thing i'm like okay you're gonna go die are you gonna go out fighting and he just went to go talk to him yeah oh okay so you're just gonna redirect him and they start torturing him i'm like what the fuck like yeah because you know once they got to the place they just they knew that they were there or in the vicinity that's what that's what i figured you know and that they wouldn't like kind of like what Theo was saying, like killing innocent people. Yeah. Which stuff. like it kind of gives a hint to that already, you know, really showed you that that was not the group that she should be with. If they're no. going to kill people 
um, when they didn't tell him information. So yeah, like they they have their own agenda, and it was it was very nerve wracking, and I like I hated it, but I liked it at the same time about Chitwell Okafor and Charlie Hunnam, their characters being bad and having their own agenda. You know? Yeah, yeah. I was I was like, please, please be on the side of good. Because <laughs> there are a lot of bad out, there's a lot of bad out there. But of course, you yeah. know, people and being people, you're unsure for a while. Like they're at the the farmhouse place, and you're like, okay, yeah, these guys have their other agenda, but it's just how they see protecting her better. They don't trust this other project, and then mm-hmm. you get the scene with uh, Clive Bowen discovering that they're going to kill him, and you're like, well, shit, they oh, are bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, oh no. And, and the whole really intense uh, car startup scene. <laughs> I, I like that it didn't start up on the first time. I forgot about the scene. Dude, but like they had to push it again. <laughs> that that kept my hands digging into my legs. <laughs> I did not like that. I was tense the whole damn time. I'm like, fucking car start please <laughs> i oh man i couldn't stand that i was but it was good it was a good yeah. thrilling moment and that's what i'm the, saying like yeah one of the best like car not starting thrilling moments i've seen right it's not just like uh a turn of the key like ah come on come on you know yeah. he got out and freaking pushed that car down the <laughs> hill the whole group was running behind him i'm like when are they gonna catch up to this car like please go 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 you know like, <laughs> and then it, like it hits the tree right and then he has to like push it again or something yes. like that. yeah 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 i think so like so- something like that yeah Oh, yeah, all seen. I'm like, fuck, they're gonna catch him. <laughs> I know, goddamn. Um, yeah, I'm like now after Julian Moore's dead, like he's gonna die pushing the car away, and that other woman's gonna take the girl. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And you know what? Uh, oh, never mind. No, I was gonna say something. I'm totally wrong though. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, just just skip yeah. over me. I'm Did good. You, uh, like I said before, they do a really good job making you very unsure about who's going to die in this movie. Like, as so we get near the end, the final, like, hurrah battle scenes in the city, and they capture Key again, and they're going to put um, Clive and the other people that were helping him to death, and they're going to shoot him there. Yeah. And they shoot the one guy right away as soon as they like pass around the corner and I'm like, Oh shit. Could he actually die here? Like there usually is a lot of like hesitation, but he just walked yeah. right up and shot him without even saying anything. And I'm like, Oh shit. He's not monologuing. He's just killing people. And it was a very believable um, distraction when they finally get shot at and then they get enough time to get away. And I'm like, this didn't feel like one of those standard, like I'm pointing the gun in your head for 10 seconds until I get distracted. No, I agree. It was, it was a very like realistic situation in like a a time of war, kind of. You know, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? just like that very chaotic situation. And yeah, to add to the chaos around them, like Jesus, I I didn't know who would make it out of that at all. I I thought Theo would be dead, honestly. Yeah. And that uh, Key would have to carry on by herself or something. Uh, oh, man. Once they 
once they got him captured, I'm like, fuck, you know. <laughs> I kept waiting for him to get shot after he got away, too. I'm like, he's dodging all these bullets. He's jumping around. And there's a fucking <laughs> tank that comes around. I'm like, oh, my God, they still have tanks. For some reason, I just thought, like, they wouldn't have modern gear with the world going to shit. Yeah. They, they bring a tank. The army still has equipment. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And, and it's just fucking blowing holes in the buildings, and he's running around all this debris. <laughs> and It's a really intense sequence. It is. Yeah, that was one of the most like thrilling parts. And I like, um, you, you know, throughout the movie, there were a couple of those like uh, Jasper dying um, and his ex-wife getting shot mm-hmm. and pushing the car and everything. Though Those were very good scenes to me. Just kind of some of the in-between I didn't care as much for. And this whole ending just had me wrapped like i was like all right i'm like in it until this is done you know so that's nice that it has a very good ending for me yeah and i can't believe theo's journey from the beginning to helping key give birth he just he becomes so passionate and better because of this hope for this child to uh to, to go back a little bit about one of those scenes that you mentioned, one of the in-between scenes, uh, yeah. I, I do really enjoy the um, midwife discussion. I think it's after Jasper dies. It's one of those scenes where they're at one of the buildings and stuff um, mm-hmm. being harbored and stuff. And there's the girl. They help them get away from the farmhouse. And she's like talking about the midwife stuff. And it's just like, yeah, this people didn't know what to do after it's like their whole job was kids and uh you just have people that are just like what do you do now right right no yeah i can understand why that scene kind of uh wrapped you up too and you were into it it yeah it's a it's a good good plot device and something to think about like yeah. You know, bringing up midwives like, yeah, I, yeah, that's their whole job and duty. And like, what do you do from there now that that's not a thing? Yeah, I think all the those intermission scenes between the action and stuff are do really good to build up the importance of this one girl of key. Of Definitely. Like, well, if we lose her, well, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, She's our one hope that we've had in 18 years you bring up a good point that yeah that's good yeah and i i was so captured by the whole sequence of theo going through the crowd of people with key in the baby yes yeah holy like holy they start hearing the baby crying and all the people in the hallway just watch them as they walk by and then the soldiers when they cease fire and then it's just like, that's a fucking kid. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then like they get far enough away from the combat or not even that far. And everyone starts shooting again. I'm like, oh, I actually didn't expect that. I, thought I didn't maybe, either. I thought everyone would stop once they realized yes. that, oh, things are could be good again. <laughs> and then he just it's starts like, shooting. It's like, oh, carry on. <laughs> like, They're like, oh, uh, I've seen a kid today. That's the first time in 18 years. Weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, just Continue back killing. to Yep. <laughs> what's that? Uh, what's that Rick and Morty episode? Um, <laughs> where that hitman, he's like, 
Oh, I love oh, killing. Here I go killing again. <laughs> here I go killing again. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That reminds me of it. <laughs> exactly. That, yeah. And like, honestly, man, do you think this one moment like this could change a big population of people with this, like, like with the ceasefire for a while towards the end? I think Theo had the right idea with his like, he's like, we need to televise this. And everyone, of course, went against him. I'm yeah. like, this would give, I mean, you'd hope it'd give the world hope. Yeah. Um, but then again, it also does shine a lot of spotlight on her. And he, uh, Chiwetel also does bring up a good point about like, they're going to experiment, experiment on her and stuff. And uh, th- the baby's going to be property of the government. And he's like, Ugh. it's like, yeah. I mean, you're both right, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah, it's it's a sticky situation, right? Like, what do you do? Yeah, it's hopefully this, like, we don't know much about this group, this uh, children project thing, um, whatever it was. But hopefully they're good. They give you hope with the big ship coming at the end that they're doing something good. Yes, yep. Um, like, uh, safe harbor for yeah. finally... And hopefully these people have the right intentions. It's like, uh, you've seen the Resident Evil movies? I've seen a couple, yeah. It's uh, it's the the, the one where the ship comes in like that. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's like the fourth or fifth. Uh, I did not. I didn't. Yeah. Anyways, hope it doesn't turn out like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, So bad? (laughs) (laughs) Those movies aren't great. But, I'll take your word uh, for it. Yeah, yeah. I know I, I some, of it is, some of it is kind of cheesy, like from what I have seen of those. Um, but like the the story is kind of interesting, and I liked when they were in uh, what's uh, Raccoon City? Raccoon City. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah, I liked that one at least. Like, I thought that was kind of cool. Like the whole setting of it and everything. Yeah, I. I like the world so much. Uh, and I like zombies, of course. I think they're one of the most intriguing monsters. Oh, man. Obviously, Andy, the movie go back gets... and forth about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't go too much into Resident Evil, but um, no, good. back on the before Chiwetel dies, um, I can't remember what it is. Oh, yeah, he puts uh, the girl, he grabs the girl and stuff so he doesn't shoot him. And. He's like, okay, you win. Like he starts firing back at the soldiers and stuff, and he lets them take him and uh, take take key. And um, then, as they start getting out in the hallway, you, you get the last tank explosion. They assume kills him. And then he's asking keys like, "How is she?" Uh, in reference to the baby, and I'm like, I think she's deaf now. Oh, dude, yeah. Her I think, poor ears with all this gunfire and stuff. I that's I was thinking that the whole time. Thank you was, for bringing that up. It's like, I mean, our hearing is already sensitive enough. It's just humans yes. in general. I feel like a baby's is probably more so. Oh, dude, probably. Yeah, no kidding. God, I can't. I can't imagine just taking a a really newborn baby throughout like a war zone. What yeah. is that like? What effect is that going to have? Oh, um, I do have a thought. I'm wondering now, is baby Dylan 
going to grow up to be fertile? That's a weird thought to say. But like, okay, is no, she I, gonna I, be able to have I, kids now? That girl? Because I feel like they emphasize that they're like it's a girl. So yeah. Oh, oh, dude. Like you just blew gonna, my mind. You're gonna run into some weird incest issue. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's, there's enough existing people to make the population healthy. But like, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. You just blew my mind. Yeah, like it's it's enough that a baby finally came into the world. But is that child going to be able to bear more? Yeah, because that child technically wouldn't have been infected with the flu thing yet. Right, right. It it should just keep continuing. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah, you just brought up a really good question about the end. Yeah. You're going to have a really old population and then you're going to have this like 40 year age gap between her line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Andy, I'm going to blame you for me having lack of sleep tonight because <laughs> I'm going to be up fucking thinking about this. Like, shit, we can rebuild the world and you're just planning it all out. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Like I, my mind's going to bounce around to so many places now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, dang. Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, I want to say that it's going to keep continuing and that like it was a huge piece of hope in the future. Yeah. If only people uh, stop killing each other enough for us to have yeah. new generations of babies. Here I go killing again. Because <laughs> if the youngest person... Doing some math quick. If the youngest person was like 18 years and like six months, mm -hmm. weird thing to think about, but you probably couldn't wait till the baby was 18 uh, if you want to restart uh, the world. But like, even if you wait till like 16, the youngest people are going to be like 40. Oh, shit. So even by the time you like jumpstart people again, I don't know, unless they can find something in her genes to make more people fertile again, but... Yeah, some genetic uh, engineering. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. World might oh, be God. fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Say goodbye to the world of children. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. You tried, but. <laughs> just too little, too late. And I feel like quite a few dystopian movies after this movie came out have tried to capture what this movie was. Do you, do you agree? I... Yeah, I could see that. Uh, there's some movies I could think of, but I can't remember if they're older. I'm thinking of like The Road comes to mind. Yeah, I have not seen that. That's like very similar moody to this from what I remember. Like it's very bleak. Okay. Uh, it's an apocalypse movie with Viggo Morgenstern. Uh, I highly recommend it if you haven't seen that. So. Okay, you do recommend. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, I do like Viggo. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a post-apocalyptic world, and it's just a father and son traveling through it and trying to survive. Oh hell yeah, father and son stories count yeah. me in. It's depressing. <laughs> depressing. So oh oh great thanks. You... After this movie, Andy, you want you want to make me feel more depressed, huh? Yeah, maybe I should put that on the on the track one day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Just you know, the title for this one shouldn't be Children of Men. It should be, Do You Want to Feel Depressed? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
people will be seeking out that podcast. <laughs> yeah, Theo, Theo's whole scene at the end was making me tear up. Dude, I I agree. It so tough and like especially his character development throughout like you're introduced to him as an alcoholic and that he doesn't really have allegiances and you don't you don't know what this guy's mindset is like at all and then once you start getting into it and his mission to escort key it like he just he just takes it on full-headed mm. and you just you gotta you gotta respect him for that you know and then it's it just all of that to go through all of that just to end up there and just this little wound he wasn't killed right away it's just so sad yeah you know I, i'm glad he got his last moments with key and the baby you know that's kind of a bright spot that you can think of if you're an optimist which I like to think I am, but uh, yeah, still depressed after it. <laughs> I, I do, uh, one of the, I guess, philosophical topics I always like to think about is the will to live and how much like it actually affects you physically. Because I, I wonder, like we talked about, like he died pretty quick. It wasn't long and drawn out. Or at least he, he's probably suffering with it for a while, but didn't like show us and then live for a while. Um, yeah. I wonder if like when he realized he's like, oh shit, she's going to be okay. And she's going to name it after my kid. Like the world's going to be fine. And he's like, okay, I can pass now. If, if he was accepting his, his time. That's a way to look at it too. Like that um, he kind of served his purpose yeah or the betterment of the future of the world mm -hmm. yeah yeah i oh man that's <laughs> such a heavy thing to think about <laughs> yeah, yeah that i i do like that um aspect of philosophy too i like to i like to think about that yeah and yeah purpose purpose right you purpose know? yeah it drives us and that's probably why this world went to shit yeah yeah <laughs> i mean like can't disagree what would you do if you don't have kids like what's the point if you know no one's going to talk about the things you did in your life yeah can't um can't pass it on and pass it on and pass it. Yeah. yeah yeah so i want to tell you about another depressing movie that i think everyone should watch <laughs> oh okay like things you're watching lately huh yeah so i told you i had one in store it's gonna make people make you sad um, give it might, to me you might have seen this one it's called whiplash 2014 i have not seen it it's on my list and i it's, can't believe i haven't yet it's on netflix checked it out okay. um it's got miles teller main character is, is andrew so it's weird to hear a character called andrew andy <laughs> um, oh damn yeah I'm like hey that's me uh yeah jk totally. simmons and they're pretty much the two main characters of this mm-hmm Damien Chazelle did this one, who did, of course, like, uh, La La Land and stuff like that. Avalon. Yep. Yep. It's good. It's very musically driven. Uh, it's, it's about jazz, and uh, Miles Teller is this really young, uh, but really good drummer who's got a lot of skill, 
But J.K. Simmons is this orchestrator who, uh, or composer, <laughs> I'm not sure what the, <laughs> the right word is. I'm not a music guy. And he pushes Miles Teller really hard throughout this movie and his band in general to be the best. And uh, yeah, it's it's a really hard movie to watch watching jk simmons be like a legitimate asshole so um, that's all i've heard about it yeah (laughs) it's really sad and i really enjoyed the movie though i was very tense throughout the last like 10 minutes of the movie like very tense and (laughs) yeah it's really good i'd recommend it highly okay okay yeah i i gotta say that I didn't know it was about jazz as a musical genre. So call me an old soul, but I love jazz. And now I'm even more excited to watch it. So no, very good recommendation. I've, I've heard so many good things about it. Like, and I do like, uh, like Nightcrawler, we were just talking about in our last episode. Yeah. Um, I love stories about obsession like that. And Zodiac is about the same thing. Funny that Jake Gyllenhaal is in both of those. But yeah, yeah I, I love that. Is very much about obsession, both from J.K. Simmons to be, to cultivate someone who's great and for Miles Teller to be this young star that wants to be great. So. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Any, anything else you want to recommend? Uh, no, I think that's that's the big one right now. I also did watch... Uh, I think we were chatting about this earlier, a trip to the moon, uh, 1902 movie. (laughs) So yeah, you don't usually hear an O2 unless you're talking about, you know, 2002. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, we were just talking about a movie from 122 years ago now. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I liked it. It's, uh, it's hand colored, I think. So it's not black and white. Um, Okay. It's only like 17 minutes long, maybe a little bit less than that because the credits are long. Um, okay. It was good. I recommend it. It's on Max. Like, it's just a quick watch for those film nerds out there. Awesome. Yeah. What okay. have you been watching? Um, I will I'll list one for sure a new f- film that I just watched yesterday. Or actually, no, two days ago now. Um, When Evil Lurks. It's a. Uh, Shutter original, I believe, and it was a highly talked about horror film for this year. I I don't know exactly when it came out. I want to say just like, you know, months ago. Um, and I believe it's a South American film, so it it is a foreign language film, but very easy to follow along with. Uh, for the captions or the subtitles. And wow, I have not seen a more messed up horror movie in a while. (laughs) And it's got a very interesting concept in it that you don't hear of very often. They kind of got creative with uh, like a spirit possession, basically. Um, So it kind of just starts off with these two brothers living on their farmland and they hear a couple of gunshots in the night 
and they go and check it out and there's a dead body and i'm not going to spoil much but as the story goes on they find a family a mother and a young son and the older brother he is uh i can't remember exactly what they called it uh in not infected but like a rotten person mm-hmm. and kind of like the witch or no no i i wouldn't say it's exactly like the witch um but like this like a spirit possesses someone and there's a lot of rules that people know about but a lot of people don't believe it uh like you can't you can't shoot a person that's infected or anything like that um okay or or be around be around them too long um and like the person that's infected um the older brother that's infected that they find he's this pus filled person it's very gross like when you see, see this part but like just oh it doesn't look like he's doing well at all but and like he he kind of talks as himself but also as the spirit and it just it's it's just evil embodying a person and it spreads if you do a certain thing to the body like kill it with a gun or something like that and then the next person yeah i it i'd have to watch it again to fully grasp this concept that's what i'm saying it's a very complicated but very interesting concept i feel huh i'll have to check this one out this you, sounds yeah. right up my alley oh dude you definitely should yep i feel like it is awesome well, that's my list. There you go. Do it. Of course. Yeah. And yeah, that's all I got. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, we are watching uh, your pick next time for your other movie here. Hell yes. Something very near and dear to my heart. And I uh, can't wait for you to stomp on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spring. Yes. Indeed. Yeah, I can't, can't wait. I keep thinking there's more to the title. It's just spring, spring. Just, just spring. Yeah, <laughs> one word. It's very simple, guys. Yeah, yeah. 2014. So, uh, looking forward to that one. Uh, to talking about that one, and yeah, uh, if you guys want to reach out to us and recommend some more movies to make us sad in add to the winter depression, <laughs> you can please always... add to it. <laughs> Uh, email us or uh, message us at hazardous opinions pod on any of our socials or join our discord in the description and chat with us and always uh, we appreciate a rating or review on spotify or apple whichever you're on and uh, just let us know your thoughts yeah give us give us opinions anything you got yeah we will uh, see you guys in the spring Hey, 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 get ready for spring. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Turn off your mind, relax, and float downstream.